Blog Talk Radio. Another Friday night at the Pajama Party Show, and we're here with our PJs on because you know we don't allow clothes in here. If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. 
tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306. And if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives, so send them a text, email them, or call them up and tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. The more the merrier. Or is it Misery Loves Company or whichever? Tell them to call us up on 914-803-4306 if they just want to listen or press 1 if you want to join the conversation. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party Show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my robe. I tell you the truth. Y'all know you're so wrong for that. Welcome back to the Brown Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. I'm Slide All right. All right. Friday night. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my topics. What you got over there, Red Wine? Oh, okay. I got one for you. This is another one of these crazy things that um, our government under you know who does. Oh, oh boy. boy. <sighs> we counting down the days to give him das Boot. As they say in Germany, das Boot! Get out. Anyway, uh, U.S. Border Patrol is temporarily closing a converted warehouse that was used to detain immigrants down in uh, South Texas for renovation. This is a story coming out of Houston. The McAllen facility garnered international attention when images emerged of children being separated from their parents, um, being detained in those chain link cages. You know, we all saw those images. Well, now the agency said in a statement on this past Wednesday that the facility known as the Central Processing Center will reopen in 2022 with a smaller capacity and modernized detention areas and that they're also going to have a recreation area for children. So I'm like, hold up, y'all already planning to have children in detention in 2022? What? Oh, the so free? Is somebody in there? Well, go ahead. Finish. It's people in there now. But anyway, they're saying that they're going to have a recreation area for the children when they reopen in 2022. And um, this renovation was first reported by the Washington Post. Now, this facility originally opened in 2014 during the administration of President for Life, Barack Obama, and the facility was first used to hold immigrant children, mostly from Central America, that were crossing the border alone. Not that were accompanied by anybody crossing alone, so they had this area as a holding area. Now, the Trump administration used the facility to hold parents and children that they separated during the 2018 enforcement of their zero-tolerance policy uh, as people were trying to cross the border. So the adults and the children that were detained by the Border Patrol generally sleep on mats that are issued, um, and they use these mylar blankets. That's those silvery Mm – isn't that that stuff they make those balloons out of, those mylar balloons? That stuff that almost looks like aluminum foil. Yeah, yeah. That's what those blankets are made out of, supposed to. Mm -hmm. So while the agency is generally supposed to transfer immigrants out of their custody within three days, 
People have at times been detained at the processing center and other facility for longer than that, sometimes weeks at a time. Mm -hmm. So now the Border Patrol said they're going to use their funds that they got from Congress to renovate this facility. So they're saying that if border crossings start to surge again, the agency said that they will consistently reevaluate future operational requirements to support the safe and legal processing of immigrants. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a whole lot of words to basically say, yeah, mm -hmm. well, you know, we'll do what we do. Right. So you're saying they're going to add a, a playground or something? Well, or? they're renovating it. And they're saying when they do this renovation and they reopen in 2022. So it sounds like they're saying they're going to shut it down. Mm -hmm. They're going to renovate, and when they reopen in 2022, they're going to have um, a recreational area specifically for children. But in the meantime, where do people go now? That's a good question. They're saying that they have several stations in South Texas that can hold immigrants. So they have designated stations in uh, West Laco, Texas, mm -hmm. to hold children, mm -hmm. and there's about 65 children some that were unaccompanied and others that came into the U.S. with parents that were detained at West Laco last week. Mm -hmm. Now, there are some advocates for the immigrants that are warning that the, the uh, detention conditions have left them uh, easily exposed to COVID-19. Mm. So, wow. you know, it, it's, it's just not a good environment. I see. So you got them on these cots or mats with these mylar blankets in a facility that now you're shutting down. But you raise a good question, Kettle. If you shut down the facility, the people who are there now, where are they going? Mm -hmm. I don't know. But that's our tax dollars at work. Yeah, yeah. That's sad. That is so sad. I mean, so you're making people vulnerable to COVID-19. Right, but I'm kind of on the fence because, okay, sure, you said shutting down to improve it, but, um, you know, for better conditions. For, I mean, so, you know, when the person comes on the wall or trying to get over or something, that's a detention to hold them until they figure out well, where they're going and what they're going to do with them? Is that, is that what I that suppose. Is? is that what it is, Bob? Is that, is that what that's they what do? That's what it sounds like, yeah. Okay. But it should be people already in there. So what about the people? What are they going to do with the people that are already there now? That's what we were just saying. Yeah. Where are they going? Yeah. If you're shutting it down, I, it didn't sound like the place is empty. Well, you mentioned some other facilities, you said, in Texas. Yeah, in West Laco, right. Texas. Yeah, Laco or Waco? No, West Laco. W-E-S-L-A-C-O. Some other little city I've never heard of. W-E-S? That's how you spell it. W-E-S-L-A-C-O. West Laco. Oh, West Laco. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I'm not saying West Laco. Gotcha. West, West Laco. Laco. Gotcha. I thought you were saying Laco. Okay. No. Never heard of it. Neither have I. Far off the map somewhere. But it's sad that, you know, people who come here and get the label of immigrant right. get treated like less than human. Mm -hmm. They don't really have a voice. And if you don't speak the language... Mm -hmm. You don't even understand right. what they're telling you. That's another barrier for them, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then, too, I mean, just like when you go into, like, the hospital or um, your clinic or something, they have people that speak the language. So I want to do I mean, that's a whole other story, I guess. You know, do they have interpreters 
so they can't understand what they what they saying. You know, that's a whole nother I don't know. article. Yeah, I remember when all of this first got started with that zero tolerance policy. Mm-hmm. There was a whole issue about parents signing papers, mm-hmm. basically agreeing to have their children removed from their custody, and then them saying they didn't understand what they were signing. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if the interpreters were not honest or if they were not interpreters. Probably not. I don't know which it was. But they were saying, you know, here they are, they're speaking Spanish, Mm -hmm. and you've got people down there in Texas, good old boys, Mm -hmm. trying to tell them, look, this is just what we do. You just need to sign this so that we can move on. Because some of the parents, when they finally, when the news media got there, Parents said, we were told, just sign this, and they were going to just examine the kids, and then we'll bring them back. Mm-hmm. So whatever they were told, they were told they were going to go do something, it's and then they were going to bring them back. But they didn't bring them back. Right, just lying. Yeah. Right, so they, they, they lied to But them. my thing is, you know, uh, but that's a whole other article, but I just wanted to say they, they should have, they, by law, they should have interpreters. You know, if you say you need an interpreter, you need one. So. You should. Yeah. But you also have other groups of people who say, if you come to America, you should speak English. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with that, but you have many people who say that. Right, because they're more or less in exile, because they're trying to get away from whatever the situation is for a better place to come. Exactly. And we treat them like shit. Excuse my language. Yeah, that's and that's a problem. Yeah. All right. All right, moving mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Um, kick it over to you, Papa Didi. What's what's going on in the hot topic? Um, this is a weird story here. This guy Kyle uh, Rittenhouse makes bail, released from uh, that Kenosha prison. Uh, he went to prison for uh, well, he was arrested for uh, allegedly shooting the people in Kenosha, Wisconsin, during that riot. He just shot people off. I bet he won't shoot nobody else. Mm-hmm. But he is convicted now. He learned his damn lesson. Because three people got killed, huh? Mm. Yeah. It was Kyle Rittenhouse. He's a teenager suspected of shooting, uh, accused of uh, killing two people and wounding a third during riots in Kenosha, Wisconsin. He released from jail uh, Friday on $2 million bail, which is 10%, 200000 dollars and somebody's property up against it. Authorities told Fox News. 17-year-old, 17-year-old now, left the Kenosha jail, county jail, around 2 p.m. after his attorneys posted the bond. Sergeant David Wright of the Kenosha Sheriff's Department said uh, money was raised through a fundraising effort initiated by Rittenhouse Defense Team. So, uh, oh, boy. Sorry, called the message of his uh, call to his lawyers was not returned. Uh, Lynn Wood was... Uh, one of the attorneys, uh, Thank Acker, Richie, what's his, Richie Schroeder? Ricky Schroeder? Mm-hmm. Child actor Ricky mm-hmm. Schroeder? Yeah. And Mike Lindell, the pillow guy, pillow founder of MyPillow.com. That guy. What's his name again? This is Mike Lindell. Mitt Lindell. And Ricky Schroeder, the pillow guy, pillow founder for putting the, putting the money over the top. Mm-mm-mm. He's a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. Rittenhouse has spent the past two months in uh, police custody on a slew of uh, criminal charges, including first degree intentional homicide. Uh, 
is accused of fatally shooting Joseph uh, Rosenbaum. Mm, that don't sound like no black name to me. It wasn't. And Anthony Hubert, 26, amid riots on uh, August 25th. Another man, uh, Gage uh, Gross, Grosscotts, survived being shot. And these names really sound, uh, you know. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah, red bonds uh, around me out. Anyway, the, um, the shoot occurred in the uh, midst of uh, protests that developed into uh, riots into the days following the Kenosha shooting of uh, Jacob Blake, a black man. Rittenhouse reportedly traveled to uh, Kenosha after uh, what he traveled there, excuse me, with a, a AR-15 that he purchased with uh, stimulus money. Mm. With stimulus money? That he received from his... Uh, his pay level that was issued by President Trump, oh, and less than 20 miles from uh, Kenosha to protect the businesses of, from being vandalized, he was known as a white so defender. White defender, he claimed. Mm-hmm. Now, his defense team argued that the team acted in self-defense after being attacked by protesters. Yeah. Family members of the victims requested a judge set a higher bail figure. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. he was father. Asked for bail to be set for four million. Mm. All right, a court hearing in the case will be scheduled for December third. Mm. That's mm. one of the most ironic cases I've ever heard. That's insanity. This little young boy out there just shooting people like it ain't like it ain't nothing. But ain't got nothing to do with him now. You know, mm. he's a he's a a young punk in a whole other town. He's gonna come in. Yeah, like he came some, from somewhere else. Yeah. Now that gun there was supposed to be banned to me. That that's the same gun that killed them kids in school, you know, that killed all them kids, little kindergarten, first grade kids. They try to get rid of that school, that gun. Mm-hmm. And that's all I hear white folks talking about is AR-15. Oh, and uh, that's all they talk about. Everybody wants everybody wants that gun. That's the one that has the automatic mags or something. I don't know what I don't know what the two uh, of them guns are. But you, mm-hmm. I guess you could put that little thing on there, but uh, mm-hmm. I ain't really trying to be professional with that crap. Uh, they don't need to have it. But to me, this is, I mean, because one, it's like being hush-hush is quiet. It's the first public thing I've, I've seen in a long yeah. time talking mm. about him. Yeah, really. Why all, is it so, yeah. Right, yeah. This is a white guy. And if it was somebody black, they'd be underneath the jail. And the bail might be set at something they, of course, they probably couldn't afford, seven, ten million. Who knows? But he killed three people. Am I correct? Yeah, just two two people. The other guy killed two, injured injured another. And the other, yeah. And this jackass Ricky Schroeder, he need to go somewhere and go back underneath his damn wall because <laughs> he looked like some excuse my language some shit when I saw him. Well, let me say this about Ricky Schroeder. Mm-hmm. I just read something on that today. Mm-hmm. Ricky Schroeder ended up getting so much online hate because of people finding out mm-hmm. that he had contributed to help get this this piece no. of crap out of jail mm-hmm. that he decided to to I'll say punk up and call the police. He wanted some kind of police protection and the police told him there's not enough there for us to really do anything but we will lodge the complaint. Oh, my thing is well how did the information get out then? Because his dumb ass went and tweeted it and put some stuff on Twitter about <laughs> how he had done some kind of made a con- contribution or right. something. He basically put the information out there. So, of course, people, like, went ham on him. 
and start saying stuff. And then the nuts came out of the woodwork talking about we're going to get you and all this stuff. <laughs> so then he got scared and called the police looking to get some kind of help, protection, something. You and the police were like, something. you know, people say things, but... He should have enough of the... the uh, he shouldn't have put this stuff out there on Twitter in the first place. People, people do that to stay relevant. That's what she is. Don't nobody care about him. Mm-hmm. When I, was in that show, Silver Spoons? Uh, when was that? Like in the 80s? Yeah. I think because I, I, I briefly read the article with something similar, something like he did back in the day or something. He felt sorry for the guy and yada, yada. Look, play me a violin, please. <laughs> and that uh, my pillow guy, Mike Lindell, that guy with that horrible toupee sitting up on his head, mm-hmm. he has been advocating for Trump for more than a minute. He was at um, the rallies. I don't know what oh, city, really? but he's been at one of the rallies. I saw the news clip. Mm-hmm. He was up there at the podium, mm-hmm. not just in the crowd, up at the podium, wow. cheering people on and all this. He's donated millions of dollars. Yeah. Plural, millions mm, mm, mm. of dollars. He's making it with that pillow. Girl, <laughs> if he and his pillows could get up Trump's backside, <laughs> that's where he would be. That's how deep he is into Trump. Wow. I mean, Trump has really brainwashed a lot of people. I'm just wondering, mm. what are these people doing now? You done lost all this money. Mm-hmm. You backed him as a candidate. Mm-hmm. Then they backed him. With all of this trying to prove right. that the election was rigged. Right. But see, Donald Trump may have helped him with his pillow thing. Who knows? So, you know, maybe he became a supporter. I mean, he's been doing his pillow crap for years. Right. But who knows? He, like I said, he might help on the startup uh, money. It's capital. Who knows? I think he just thought that Trump would be a good wagon to hitch his wagon to. Okay. But he didn't realize that that, that wagon was <laughs> like... The tracks broken. are broken, the wheels are broken, <laughs> and that joint's going off of a cliff. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's a good one. Wagons, wheels have fallen off. Yeah. Give it up. That thing is on its way off a cliff. Mm-mm. Wow. Okay. These things, I mean, you need to put him on the kitchen list, too, Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, and Ricky Schroeder. Yeah. And Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. And 45 but years old. They're talking about you trying to protect businesses. Mm-hmm. He he kind of reminds me of the guy down there in um, Florida, um, Sanford, Florida. What's this? Oh, Brown. Uh, and um, what's his name? I don't even want to call his name. That but, killed Trayvon. But um, yeah. But after that, he really had man no 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 good things going on with him. No. So he's gotten in trouble several times. I just think you know, uh, no good things is gonna follow him. But. Uh, all right, let's get on to this next story because they about to piss me off. Um, mm-hmm. The Supreme Court um, blocks a strict COVID-19 restriction on the New York House houses of worship. Interesting. Supreme Court placed religious freedom before pandemic precautions, mm-hmm. uh, temporarily blocking rules in New York that severely uh, restricted gatherings at houses of worship in areas hit hardest by the COVID-19. The court's new and more conservative majority ruled 5-4 to four that Governor Andrew Cuomo limit on churches, synagogues, and other houses of worship to 10 or 25 worshipers in hard-hit regions. Okay. Um, 
appeared to violate the First Amendment's free exercise clause. Okay. Uh, he goes on to say, even in the pandemic, the Constitution cannot be put away and forgotten. Okay. The restrictions at issue here, by effectively barring many from attending religious services, strike at the very heart of the First Amendment's guarantee of religious liberty. Here they go. Um, it was a reversal from earlier actions taken by the High Court in response to take restrictions um, on organized religion uh, during the uh, COVID-19 uh, pandemic. Um, it goes on to say, it is a significant matter to override uh, determinations made by public health officials concerning what is necessary for public safety in the midst of a deadly pandemic. This is what the um, Chief Justice said. So, um, you know, Cuomo, we saying one thing and, you know, the courts are saying something else. I mean, but these places are hard hit, so, I mean, he's trying to save these people up there. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, worship, I mean, you know, older folks, they can't worship online. You know, they're not too much in technology, but you might have some small gatherings at your house. Not at no church, but, you know, I guess churches or businesses, they have to survive, too. They survive on, you know, people's money, you know, giving them Well, money. I'm not up on the Constitution, mm-hmm. so I can't really say, like, what does it actually say? Mm-hmm. But it just seems to me like there's nothing preventing anybody from worshiping. Mm-hmm. All that, that all the mayor is saying is that you can't worship in a group of people that exceeds whatever number he said. But you are violating my uh, uh, First Amendment. And see, I disagree. Right. He didn't say you can't worship the God that you serve. Right. He said you can't have more than X number of people in a building because we're under a COVID um, pandemic. Mm -hmm. So it's not saying you can't worship. You can worship alone in your house. But if you're upset because you can't go to church with three or four hundred or a thousand people, mm-hmm. I don't see how that's really. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not up on the Constitution. Okay. Well, I just checked it out. It says the First Amendment provides that Congress make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting its free exercise. It protects freedom of speech, the press, assembly, and the right to petition the government for redress of grievances. So they can assemble, but if the if the 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 people who govern where you live mm-hmm. say right. due to health conditions mm-hmm. you cannot have more than ten or twenty or fifteen or whatever the number right. of people in a facility or in any one space right. then Depending on the size of your church, mm-hmm. if that means, like, if you have other rooms, mm-hmm. a lot of churches have overflow rooms, or, mm-hmm. you know, you got to get creative and figure right. out how can we make this work. Right, right. You can't right. just right. sit back and, and gripe about it. Right, because it sounds like these Trump supporters, you know, talking about taking away my freedom of speech and yada, yada, yada. I want to go to, okay, you go, you go to church. You go ahead and die on the damn church floor. You go do what you need to do. And uh, that's all I'm saying. I'm saying get creative with it. Right, I agree with you on that. Get creative. You know, yeah. Go have service outside. Right. Space everybody out. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they would say, okay, if only 20 people can be on this area, then put 20 people over right. there, put some loudspeakers out there, put 20 folks way over there, put another 20 over they there. They were doing that um, at first when they went back to church. They were outside. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Like I'm you just said, saying, I, you got to find another way to make it work. I, th- I agree with you on that. Be creative. But it's like people don't want to not bend the Constitution, but because of what's going on, we're trying to save more people. So, I mean, duh. But anyway, um, if you guys got any questions or comments we're talking about, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press 1. Press 1 to get in the queue. Uh, we got some hot, hot things. If you got something hotter than us, you <laughs> give us a call. Hey, bring it. Yeah. But, but I will add this. Mm-hmm. For all of our church-going folk, mm-hmm. the Bible says, obey them who have the rule over you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to leave it at that. Ooh, we're going to take a break. Ooh. And we're coming back with the hit and quitting headlines on the Pajama Party Show. Be back on the other side of the break. It's Friday night, and you're listening to the Pajama Party Show Live. Tune in every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific. We push it to the limit every week like only we can. We've got hot topics, hit it and quit it headlines, TV and movie reviews, commentary, and the world's famous Kiss It List. And you don't want to be on the Kiss It List. So visit apajamaparty.com. Check out the cocktail of the week. Get your glass and get your laugh on with the Pajama Party crew, doing what we do right here with you. Get up on this and push it. Push it real good. Welcome back to the Pajama Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa D. I'm your kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, it's time to hit them and quit them. Okay. That's we got the headlines. We got three articles we're going to bring to your attention tonight. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start with kettle. Mm-hmm. What you got, kettle? Hit it and quit it. Hit Thank it you. Quit. Thank you, red wine. <laughs> Supreme <laughs> Court. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Supreme Court blocked strict. COVID-19 restrictions. Oh, 
Okay, put my drink down. Uh-uh. Uh-oh. Ivanka Trump and uh, Jared Kushner. I'm mm. sorry, I just gave that one. That idea a couple. They are expanding oh. their New Jersey estate. Um, they're looking to expand their estate in New, New Jersey as they plan their life after the White House. They got to do something. So the report comes um, amid signs that the high-flying New York social scene they once moved uh, in might not welcome them back. <laughs> the plans um, for Trump and Kushner's property include new rooms in their main home, a relocated heliport, what? five cottages of 5,000 square feet each. How is that a cottage? A recreation uh, center and a spa complex and a general store. Shut the hell up. Oh, this is on their property? Their property. So Trump uh, representatives are due to uh, present the plans to um, Bedminster Township on December the 3rd. Bedminster. (laughs) Um, It's not clear where Trump and Kushner plan to base um, themselves after the president-elect Joe Biden takes office on January 20th. Yay! (laughs) But um, come on, January. That's what their plans are. Like, okay. So is this a place where they live, or is this a commercial property? That's where they live. Yes. I, Why do you need a store on the grounds where you live? Because they need to have their self self-contained because they cannot venture out because people hate their goddamn guts. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Is that what it is, Papa? And they want to be able to get their own toilet paper and their own... Modex, I mean, but that's what people go to the store for. You get those things or you send somebody and bring it back. It's about residual income, well, people. That's what it is. So well, they're renting these, these, this, these bungalows or what they call them, cottages. I'm quite sure. Well, they put general store because, see, Ava- Ivanka is her name. Uh-huh. She wears a special purple box, Modest Kotex. Oh, my God. Here we go with she... that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get him going with that. Where is that coming from? Who uh, oh, no. Purple box. Okay. But let, let I'm, I'm just gonna elaborate a little bit. The um, the Bedminster is a township in uh, Somerset County, mm-hmm. New Jersey. That's right. Um, as a 2010 census, the township population is um not even 8,200 people. Somerset County consists of New Brunswick, uh, area that they called um. East Windsor, which is right near Princeton. Oh, oh. So you got Princeton, oh. East Windsor, New Brunswick, but they're more on the East Windsor, Princeton, back in the woods. Fabulous property back there. Police protect you like that's an area called Nassau County. Gotcha. Back in the back, back there. Oh, yeah. The booth in the back in the corner of dark. Oh, yeah. Well, it sounds like they're getting ready to build a whole new township called Kushner. Probably well now. <laughs> well, they got plenty of money, but that's what yeah. it sounds like. Well, that's 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 what they want. I mean, they probably okay. have, they didn't say how many acres they had, but I'm quite sure they have. Um, but when you say cottage, mm-hmm. and then you say it's five thousand square feet mm-hmm. for each cottage, that's not a daggone cottage. They got right. they don't, they got so much money they need to spend it. Really that's do. what it is. They got to spend it. They got to do something. Papa with said it. it. He's yep yep. Why do you think can't take it? Why do you think somebody starts yeah. having kids now? They have yeah. They feel realize they can't trust their friends, and so now they're having babies to mm. lead the money to. You know? mm-hmm. Um. Oh Lord, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Clooney, George uh-huh. Clooney. Right. 
he got together with some of his good friends and gave everybody a million dollars cash in a briefcase. Hey, get, give me mine up front. He called him. He told him. He said, look, I'm going to have a little get-together when everybody come. He had people come, and he gave them these briefcases, and they were like, what is this? He gave them a million dollars. He said, I'm not waiting on a will. I'm not waiting on me to die. I love you all. He said, some of y'all, I slept on your couch when I was broke, busted, disgusted, couldn't be trusted. Mm-hmm. He said, but now I'm good, and I want you to know how much I love you. So just take this as a gift, and that's that. Okay. And he gave him that money like that. Mm-hmm. And right. we ain't talking about just two or three folks. Right. So, anyhow. Okay. But uh, just to elaborate one last thing, their net worth, and like Papa said, they got to spend it. $1.8 billion. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's in real estate. He's been in real estate for a long mm-hmm. time. So. Not to mention can... all the investments he has now over in... Um, Overseas. Right. Over yeah. in, um, you know, Jordan Israel. and all that stuff, mm-hmm. Israel. Yeah. yeah. Because, see, they had a plan. They had a big plan before mm-hmm. they... They mm-hmm. thought they were going to get reelected, and, you know, Kirshner had his little... His little office in the White House. They were living large. Yeah. I mean, they ain't going to stop living large, sure. but that was their little platform. Right. And it's almost like you got on the candy store selling drugs in the back. Okay. You know what I mean? That's uh-huh. what the White House was all about. They had all kind of right-wing mm-hmm. stuff going on. It was a headquarters for everything. Mm-hmm. And and hence the name of the White House. They felt like they took over the White House mm-hmm. like they wanted to do. That was always the, the cry of the of the KKK, mm-hmm. to take over the White House. And that's what Trump that's what did, and that's what he threw you. But, you know, mm-hmm. as, as God would have it, though, good will always conquer evil. Mm-hmm. And to get all those boots like that, and, you know, he played himself, though. We, we talked about that last week. Well, maybe he, he can give his, his uh, father-in-law some kind of loan. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. What you got for us, Papa D? Okay, we got um, uh, The Promised Land. That's a book from uh, Barack Obama. All right, yeah. More than 1.7 million copies of uh, former Democratic uh, President Barack Obama's uh, of his, his different memoirs and things of that nature were sold in uh, North America during the first week on the market. Wow. Buyers purchased 887,000 copies of the book, The Promised Land. In all formats in the United States and Canada, and it was in paperback, hardback, you name it, uh, what do you call it, audio, broke it down in so many different ways, you know, he was just doing his thing. And imagine when he goes on a signing thing for somebody to get the book signed, it's just, the money would just be, you know. But it's, it's, it was funny. He said, "He said I'm not trying to outdo uh, the missus." He said, "No, no." <laughs> it was her book tour. She, um, she. Oh yeah, her book be coming. Yeah, she did all right. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I wouldn't be thinking about it. Be selling mine. I wouldn't give a damn what she did anyway. <laughs> the, the book was released worldwide on uh, November 17th by uh, what's like Penguin Random House, which is a uh, mm-hmm. subsidiary Crown publisher, and it, uh, it's available. In 20 different languages. Yeah. All right? Yeah. And uh, with six more to come, he said. That's just the first of... Uh, six more books? Six more books. Oh, my goodness. All right? The 700-page volume, which is uh, the first of two, mm-hmm. was uh, best, uh, the first day's, first day sale by... Wait a minute, wait a was, was best by the first day sales of his wife, Michelle... Michelle's uh, memoir is Becoming. Oh, okay. So okay. he uh, surpassed her. 
in that oh, first few oh. Mm. Well, yeah, I don't think he was trying to do that. I don't know. Because she only sold people bought copies. She yeah. only sold seven hundred fifty thousand, as it. opposed to his eight hundred eighty-seven thousand. Wow. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, let's right. see here. Former mm-hmm. Republican mm-hmm. President George Bush. He has something called um, Decision Points. He sold 775 copies mm-hmm. in his first week. Mm-hmm. And Democrat President Bill Clinton, My Life, sold over one million. So Jesus. first black president, wow. Bill Clinton, I mean, he'd be there. But <laughs> My brother. <laughs> copies is just, he he he, he, said, he sold a million like in, in eight days. Mm. Wow. So he, he, he probably holds the record. Yeah, he's, he's doing, you know, That's all right. that was still Bill. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he had a lot to say because they did a lot. Yeah, and it was a lot going on. Yeah, it was. That's what I'm saying. Everybody was, was glued. Yeah, to the I think book. everybody yeah. wanted to read that. Yeah. They wanted to know. Inquiry minds wanted to know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, congrats to our president. That's oh, a real yeah. president. <laughs> president for life. Yeah, I know that. He right. also authored a 2010 bestseller, which was called. Uh, you know, D.I. Singh, which was a letter to his daughters. Oh, yeah. So, I didn't read that one. Anyway, that's that there. Um, okay. Redline, what you got going on over there? I got one talking about uh, Joe Biden's transition team yeah. starting to come together finally. Yes. Now that GSA finally stopped acting stank. Gave up the money. Give up that, what is it, $6.5 million or so that mm-hmm. is allotted for the transition well, it's, it's, You know, petty cash, you know. Yeah, pocket money, but they finally got up, got up off of it. So uh, Joe Biden has named so far at least nine top staff appointments to his incoming administration, including key White House aides, counselors, and senior advisors. Uh, his campaign manager, Jen O'Malley, has been named deputy chief of staff, and she will be joining Ron Klain, who was previously announced as chief of staff in two of the uh, most central positions to the Oval Office. Mm-hmm. Also joining the administration will be Steve Ricchetti, who is the campaign chairman and lobbyist. He will be serving as counselor to the president. And we've got Louisiana Congressman Cedric Richmond. He was serving as campaign co-chair. He will now be a senior advisor, will be leading the uh, Office of Public Engagement. And campaign strategist Mike Donilon was given the title of senior advisor. Dana Remus, general counsel of the Biden campaign, will be counsel to the president. So I see he's got a lot of lawyers mm-hmm. up okay. in the mix, which is good. Yeah. They deal with all of the bull that comes up. Right, so you can tell them all the legal jargon. Exactly. So get your legal team together. That's good. Uh, Andy Tomasini is Mr. Biden's traveling chief of staff during the campaign. She is going to become director of Oval Office Operations. It's a lot of jobs. I know. Julie Rodriguez, who was the deputy campaign manager, will serve as the director of the White House Office of Intergovernmental Affairs. These people do. But you know what, though? Trump did not blanket half of the jobs. Mm -hmm. Okay? He he ran the presidency with a skeleton crew. And the question (laughs) is, where was all the money at that was allotted for these jobs that he didn't use? He didn't. 
You know, and then he hired a bunch of his cronies, Mm -hmm. the ones that, I mean, anytime you're going to bring Mike Bannon and all these different people out, people used to hang out on the corner with, so to speak, Mm -hmm. before you became president, and half of them got indicted, you know, a matter for all these jerk-offs that got indicted, who's got a little little Popeye round glasses, Mm -hmm. the one that looked like a little jerk-off. Oh. I'm talking about the little... Yeah. The one with the Nixon tattoo. Yeah, Nixon tattoo oh, in the middle oh, of the back. Roger Stone. Yeah, Roger Stone. All these oh, cronies. God. I mean, mm. straight corner hustling ass cronies. Yeah, he was and people looked at it and all that. Then now, well, like I said, I'm, I'm on my segment I talk about. I don't want to get into it right now. Well, I have anyway, one more. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I've got Julissa Reynoso Pantaleon. Okay. Who was the former ambassador to Uruguay during the Obama administration. She has been named as Jill Biden's chief of staff, along with her uh, longtime aide, Anthony Bernal, who is becoming uh, Jill Biden's senior advisor. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's a lot of folk that are coming on board. Mm -hmm. He's making things happen. I know that he had a Native American woman mm-hmm. in a position. I can't remember now what the position was. Right, first in a position. Right, first yeah. time ever yeah. a Native yeah. American has been in a position. Ever, ever? Right? Ever, ever. 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 Mm-hmm. So all of that's going on. So we'll we'll continue to follow that yeah. and see uh, who's been added to the team. But it looks like it's shaping up. That's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... So a shout-out to J.B., yes. Joe Biden. That's what it's all about. You're supposed to put all the people out there because as a president, your, your number one thing is to delegate. Right. But not dictate like yeah. your boy was yeah, doing. Unlike and, 45 uh, who kept saying, I alone. Remember when he said that? <laughs> I alone will fix this. Right. Oh, well, black God. people, you have to lose black people. Yeah. But my black people. Look at my black people. Look at look at my black people. And you got them asshole black folks yeah. behind There's my them Negro. waving and shit. What happened to the guy that used to be in the background all the time? He, I guess he, he did he to get his check. I don't know. Who knows? What about them two crazy ass sisters with them big Adam man glasses oh. and the thick ass eyebrows? They probably went and took all that mess off Whatever and went back to their normal life. They must have got them off of social media and, and they paying them. I did, you know. Now, they used to go to White House events and everything. You know, they were always wow. in the audience because you, you've seen them because they stuck out like a sore thumb because right, of their so complexion what, yeah, amongst the all the white folks. Then they had all this elaborate. Well, they over the top. Yeah. Over the top. Yeah. They were just like overdone drag queens. It was crazy. <laughs> it was okay. fucking crazy. I couldn't they were believe them. They were a mess. <laughs> we love Trump. We love Trump. <laughs> crazy <laughs> wigs. Big ass Adam Man glasses. It was just crazy. Yeah. My black folks back then. Yeah, my black people. My black oh, people. But it, I mean, but he said it like they were some it. kind of possession. Yeah, but he has done so much. Well, you since, know. Uh, oh, yeah. He's Lincoln. done more for black people yeah. since Abraham Lincoln, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Yes. According to him. Yeah, I can sleep at night. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, with well, that rest up, they hit and quit it. Yeah. We're down to the cocktail of the week. Yeah, we hit him and we quit him, didn't we? Yes, we did. Okay, we need to uh, get something. Uh, we we need a cocktail. Are you ready for the cocktail of the week? I'm ready, yeah. Okay. I'm well, bring it on. Yeah, you better give me why I'm buzzing. Okay. <laughs> buzz All out. Right. Up next, we have Kettle mm-hmm. with this week's cocktail of the week. Week, week, week. <laughs> Thank you. Red wine. <laughs> Yeah, it's called, maybe we had too much of this, it's called the Fog Cutter, F-O-G, Cutter. Okay, it's a tiki style. This one has a quadruple booze hit, 
You can buy almond syrup online. The most common brand is Monin, which is used to flavor coffee as well as cocktails. So it's part of that uh, the cocktail recipe. Um, okay, we need uh, a half an ounce of gin. Uh, our gin of choice. I was going to say our drug of choice, but our gin of choice <laughs> is uh, Bombay Sapphire, the blue uh, blue one, the blue bottle. Um, so we need one half a uh, half an ounce of gin, a half an ounce of brandy, a half an ounce of rum. <laughs> I understand, boy. This is a head cutter. Um, Long Island iced tea. Uh uh-uh, uh, fog cutter. It's called a fog cutter. One ounce of orange juice, a half an ounce of lemon juice, um, a quarter of ounce of almond syrup, which I mentioned earlier from Monin, and uh, top it off with a with a sherry, a sherry. So we're gonna combine the gin, brandy, rum, freshly squeezed orange, and lemon juice, then add the almond syrup. To really fuck things up. Mm. Uh, shake well and add the sherry to top. Garnish with anything fun you can lay your hands on and serve in a tall glass over ice. That is called the Fog Cutter. Yay! That will be on our website. I think that thing will put you in a fog. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in a daze right now. <laughs> yeah, that sounds All like right. uh, Long Island I.P.'s little brother. So. Yeah, yeah, it does sound know. like that, or a cousin, yeah. too, or yeah. something. Yeah. All right, well, thank you, Kettle. Yeah. Merci beaucoup. Yes, yes ma'am. All right, uh, we're going to go to a break, and then we're coming back with Papa Didi and what's Papa? That's right. We need All right. one after that one. All right. Yeah, because all my ice melted. Mm-hmm. Woo! Okay, we'll be back on the other side of the break with Papa Didi and West Pond. You sweet Ben Rouge, this is Red Wine. And if you haven't heard of the Pajama Party Show, you have been missing out. We've got Hot Topics, Hit It and Quit It Headlines, What's Poppin' with Papa Didi, Weird News, and I'm Just Saying with Me, Living for the City with Papa Didi, and the Hollywood Wrap-Up with Kettle, the Cocktail of the Week, my favorite, and the world-famous Kiss It List, and, of course, the last word. We serve it up every week on A Pajama Party Show, and nobody does it like us. You can call us each week live on Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern at 914-803-4306, or you can listen live online at www.apajamaparty.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at A Pajama Party. Welcome back to the John Party. One of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm your kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time for Papa Didi. And what's popping? Uh, Papa Didi. Hmm. What's popping? What's popping tonight, I tell you. I see a lot. A level of forgiveness. Now, what do we do now with these black jerk-offs that turned their back on us when it came to the election? All right? Let's talk about people like Ice Cube, Little Wayne, oh. 50 Cent. Now, it's obvious that these brothers were leaning toward Trump, particularly for tax purposes. See, one thing about money is you never know who has what, okay? There's a lot of people out here that are filthy, dirty rich, 
rich based on the standards they was raised on and where they what they've achieved and what they're not talking about. You know? I mean you got people like Tyler Perry just doing his thing. You know what I mean? Build an empire in Atlanta. Just just took over things. Doing, I, I remember seeing Tyler Perry years ago up in New Jersey. I, I won't mention the city where he was performing his little plays. You know, he would come out with a different play every month and, and build his empire, you know, just from scratch and then went to a character and built on that. Then made some fantastic movies and, and all that. But some of these other jokers, you know, Little Wayne, and his little peculiar ass, you know, whatever he's up to, that's his business. And Ice Ice Cube, who played the whole role of, uh, like, he's so into the Crips and Bloods, and he wasn't nothing but a, a, a actor, you know, in all actuality, you know, perpetrating the other crap. I'm not, I'm not talking about putting people down. But these jokers made money, and the different movies that Ice Cube came out with, and Lil Wayne doing his thing, and then 50 Cent, you know, he went on cable and made a few things, did a few things. He turned out old girl, then kicked her to the curb. What's her name? Vivica Fox. Mm-hmm. Freaked her out, made her get rid of her boyfriend and shit. Fucked her whole life up. Then he told her to go pound sand. Then she went fucking crazy. Anyway, I don't want to get people's business. But what I'm saying is that all these people that that really don't have no full integrity themselves, but made money undercover on the side, and then all of a sudden Trump gives a tax break. Now one year they filed their taxes. And they had to pay, let's say, on $10 million, they had to pay $6 million. Then Trump come out with some shit now where they had to pay $2 million. So they saved $4 million. So that's going to make you side with a maniac, with an abuser, with a racist jerk-off. And I'm not, you can vote for who you want to vote for. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying anything to put anybody on one side of sand or the other or draw a line in the sand. But what these brothers did was just unbelievable. But now, my question is now, now the election over and Biden has won, now where, where do these brothers stand? We do. Do you come back into society? Do you, do you bring your blackness back? You know, is Ice Cube going to start talking his jazz? Oh, he's going to make a movie that's real urban, you know what I mean, to get people back into his good graces? Or, you know what I'm saying, where do they go from there? So like, uh, what's the boy's name? Justin Timberlake. Remember Justin Timberlake? Timberlake was the boy who pulled the, the brawl off old girl, Janet Jackson. Now, during the time frame, Justin Timberlake was hanging heavy with black people. P. Diddy, everybody. He was all up into the black thing. But as soon as that situation went at the Super Bowl, when he pulled off Janet Jackson's little brawl too much and her, her nipple got exposed and all that, Timberlake ran right back to white folks. Right back to white folks. You didn't hear from Timberlake for six fucking months. He was gone. You know, because he put everybody at FCC, they jumped in Janet Jackson's ass, they jumped in CBS's ass, he just, and Timberlake said, oh shit, he went right under the table and hid. And it's the same aspect right now that's going on with these black entertainers that was following Trump. And Steve Harvey was up there too, he was kissing his ass when he first won the election. Remember Steve Harvey's, remember they all got in the lobby of the Trump Towers up there when mm-hmm. he first won the election? Steve Harvey has a little bubblehead ass up in there too. I mean, these coat, these these turncoat ass Negroes. Now they made money. They want to swing on everything but their own beginnings. And Steve Harvey, the first one to go, well, I'm from the hood. I'm from the hood. But his little punk ass changed his little thing from the. Uh, remember that he had that thing called the the hood. Uh, what was it called? The, the hoodie, hoodie award. Hoodie award. He changed to the neighborhood awards. You bitch ass. 
You bitch ass. You let some white motherfuckers sit your dumb black ass down to Oh, you know, I think you really should kill that word. Oh, really, Zayri? You think so? Yeah, 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 I'll change it. You know, with your bitch ass. But you talk all that shit. Shit, I'm from the hood. I'm, you know, beef, beef in the one level, but a punk ass when you go up on the ninth floor and the white man got you in the office by himself, you do whatever he says. So, so the whole thing I'm saying in a nutshell, now I'll get off my soapbox. What do we do with these black folks now? Now they sold out in public, out loud, swearing Trump was going to win. Everybody thought Trump was a shoo-in. But for the grace of God, and he sold us up down the river on that whole mail thing. Taking mailboxes out of the neighborhood, and black folks said, fuck this, I'm taking my mail to the post office. You know what I mean? I'm mailing my shit early. So the ballots beat the mail system. So that little jerk-off that was in charge of the post office, the, yeah. the guy he hired, he got played. He got played. You put him in charge and told him to corrupt everything, but he was too late. Mm. You should have hired a young motherfucker. You can't bring no 65-year-old motherfucker and tell him to move fast. It just ain't happening. You know, and it was just, you know, he, he just got outsmarted, outmanipulated. You know, and there was no corruption on that, on that part. And it just, it, it got pulled off. And, I, and I'm, I'm happy to see that good will always overtake you. I'll leave it at that. All right, man. All right. I'm so right about that. Yeah, that that was so so crazy that um, Trump bought in the guy at the post office, and then he's saying equipment doesn't work, and like you said, removing taking mailboxes out of the neighborhood. Yeah. We had senior citizens yeah, that senior citizens <laughs> that drop their mail in the box every week, and next you know the mailbox is fucking gone. Yeah. So what happened to my mailbox? Mm-hmm. You know, cause some people still write checks and put them in and walk it down the street. Yeah. That's a little exercise for the day. Right. Yeah. And these drivers yeah. riding around and moving mailboxes. Why were you trying to doing all these maneuvers to win an election? Won't you just let the shit play out? But no, nah, he was just yeah. being cheesy, and God don't like ugly. So Not at all. We see what happens. Well, that was a good one. Talking. Anyway. So, anyway. I know you were lighting it up. Lighting it up a little bit. We lit it up with this fall cutter, boy. This, this is fall cutter. It's lighting me up for real. Okay. Lighten up a little bit now. What you got over there, everyone? Oh, oh, okay. We at the weird news. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I got um a Florida woman is breaking the Guinness's book of world records for Lego walking relay. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that that was a thing. A thing. <laughs> yeah, this stuff always amazes me. What's in that Guinness's world record? And anyway, a group of five Florida women broke a Guinness's world record when they collectively walked 2.04 miles barefoot over a pile of Legos. That has got to hurt. And how many miles? 2.04 miles Hmm. over a pile of Lego bricks. Katie Wells, who's the founder and CEO of lifestyle website called Wellness Mama, gathered her friends. I should put them all on the kissing list. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. Ashley, there. Savannah, Grace, and Cat. So it was Katie, Ashley, Savannah, Grace, and Cat. Hmm. She got them together and said, "Let's break the record for the farthest distance traveled by walking barefoot on Lego bricks by a relay team in one hour." But these big girls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't 
I'm just, I'm just saying, I ain't making no fun. I don't know. Each woman had to complete a minimum of 20 laps on the 32.8-foot track in a one-hour time limit to break the record. And they exceeded their own expectations by achieving a total distance of 2.04 miles on the track. The Lego track was created at a gym in Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. One of my goals for this year was to set a world record, and knowing the importance of my community, I knew I wanted to attempt it with other moms, Ms. Wells said. How many of us moms have had the experience of a Lego to the foot while walking across a room in the middle of the night to get a fussy baby or when you're trying to run the answer the door or check the oven, Wells said. So the attempt was verified by the Guinness adjudicator who attended the event virtually. (laughs) Medical professionals were on the scene to make sure that everything was performed to the Guinness's specifications. Mm, They were probably laughing their ass off. Had to be. Because that crap hurts. You step on one of those little they Lego things, barefoot, that crap hurts. And they did this for 2.04 miles mm. just to get your name in a book. Mm-hmm. The Guinness Book said all this shit was $75,000. Something wrong check. with y'all. Yeah, That's all I'm down. saying. Oh, they do get money? I guess you do. Do they? I have no quote me on it. I hope. We need to verify. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, boy. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. I'm putting them on the kiss it list, the Lego yeah. walkers. I, 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 okay, they're called the wellness mama. Yeah, wellness mama, Lego walkers. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, in Minnesota, uh, a squirrel appears drunk after eating an old pear. Eating a what? Old pear. They must have had that thing soaked in some liquor or something. Oh, boy. A Minnesota woman who has been feeding the squirrels outside her home. Yeah, it is weird. Jack and Rob shared a video of one of the animals acting drunk. Apparently, a fermented pear. That's why. Katie, we'll put her on the kiss list. Katie Morlock. Like, you want to kill the Morlock of um, Inver Grove Heights said she recently started to feed the squirrels. They've gathered in her yard so she can watch them through the window while she's working from home. Morlock says she cleaned out her refrigerator recently and decided to give an old pair she found um, to the squirrels after an Internet search confirmed the fruit was a um, safe food for the animals. The woman says she saw a squirrel she nicknamed Little Red take the pair and run up a tree. She said the squirrel reappeared about an hour later and was noticeably off balance. She um, captured video of the animal repeatedly appearing to almost fall over. And then um, it kind of dawned on me, uh, oh, no, those pears were so old, I bet they fermented. Uh, I now. And then uh, he got drunk, and um, I did not mean to do that, so I went out and I grabbed all the pears. Well, she had a whole bunch of pears. Wow. Um, she was concerned about Little Red's health, but seemed okay the following morning. Little Red was out there tripping. was drunk in the morning. He came back for his little um, hangover breakfast, and he's been fine ever since. Oh, Katie out there getting those squirrels messed up. Oh, boy. Katie Morlock. Okay, all right. Okay, I have Katie in Minnesota. Put her on the kissing list. 
getting the squirrels drunk. Oh, oh, oh. All right. What's your weird news, Papa Didi? Uh, we got here a weird uh, news. The deer steals the hunter's gun and flees into the woods. This is crazy as hell. The deer? Yeah, the hunter in uh, the Czech Republic was charged charged by a deer that uh, snagged his, his man's gun. And it got hooked to his antlers. He fled into the woods with the weapon, he said. The police was in the uh, South Boheme region. Said the hunter contacted the authorities to uh, to recount the story of how he lost his gun while hunting near the village of uh, Hornville Plata in the uh, Czech Republic. The man said one of the hunter's dogs in the group startled a uh, a stag, which I guess is a nickname for those deers, mm-hmm. in a wooded area, causing the panicked deer to run toward the hunter. Mm-hmm. When he ran directly at him, his, his antlers ripped his sleeve. The same arm that the gun was hooked to with a strap, and the gun that hooked on the antlers, and the deer ran off into the woods with the gun hooked to, to the antlers. Wait, this anyway, deer, you picked up the damn gun. The deer no, the got deer, the gun. The, deer, the, the deer ran into the hunter and uh, ripped his coat sleeve off with his antlers, and the gun was in the same arm, and the gun got wrapped into the. I think that antlers. deer did that on purpose. No, but let me tell you, here's a, here's a kicker. Mm-mm. When the police came to investigate the whole situation, they talked to another hunter, and the hunter said, "Why well, just shot a deer that had some had guns hanging from his antlers?" So the deer was apparently shot. Another hunter said, "What the fuck is this?" And shot him. And so he reported him. Like I said, police said another hunter reported shooting a deer with a rifle dangling from his antlers more than half a mile from the scene. But wait, how did the police get involved? But he had Did he because, call the police or no, report the that, said that the hunter, hunter was required to report the loss of his rifle mm-hmm. under the Czech Republic's Firearm and Ammunition Act. Oh, I would love to have heard that call. Like, mm-hmm. I'd like to report that my gun has been stolen. Did you see the mm-hmm. culprit? Yeah, it was a deer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Oh, boy. And this is in the Czech Republic. How do we get news from the Czech Republic? Mm-hmm. Get news from everywhere. Yep. Mm. All right. Well, that wraps up our weird news for tonight. Me. Wow. Mm. It was weird, that's for sure. Now right, we're gonna take a break and come back with uh, red wine. With uh, I'm just saying. Okay, we'll do that. I am Kettle from the original Pajama Party. If you haven't heard Pajama Party Show, you've missed out. We've got hot topics, hidden and quitted headlines, what's popping with Papa Didi, our weird news. I'm just saying with red wine, living for the city with Papa Didi. My Hollywood wrap-up, of course, the cocktail of the week, and uh, the world-famous kitchen list. And, of course, you can't forget the last word. We serve it up each week on the Pajama Party Show, and nobody does it like us. You can call us each week live on Friday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, 914-803-3306, or listen live at www.apajamaparty.com. You can also follow us on Twitter. This is Papa Didi. You're listening to the Pajama Party on WPJP Blog Talk Radio. If you're 
you have something to add to the conversation, give us a call right now at 914-803-4306 and press 1 to be entered into the queue. I want to hear from the men. So call me, Papa Didi. Don't let kettle and red wine scare you. Just call and talk to me. I got your back. Number again is 914-803-4306 or go to heypajamaparty.com. I got to get back before they notice I was gone. So call me now. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party 1. Your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, we're going to continue the show with the uh, Red Wine segment called uh, I'm Just Saying. Take away, Red Wine. Okay, dokey. Thank you, Papa Didi. Uh, tonight, I'm just saying, don't trust him. And this message is really directed to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Don't trust him. Apparently, there's been a long tradition of former presidents being consultant about and granted access to some of the nation's secrets. I didn't know about that. I don't know if anybody else did, but I didn't know about that. But some of the former intelligence officials are saying that Joe Biden would be wise not to let that tradition continue in the case of Donald Trump. And I agree with them. I really do. I'm just saying, don't trust him. Don't tr- don't trust Trump. Loose lips sink ships, as I have been told. Now, the experts say that Trump already poses a danger because of the secrets he already knows. And some of them think it would be really foolish to trust him with even more sensitive information. Now, of course, we all know that Trump's real estate empire is under financial pressure and his brand is suffering. And some people are worried that he might see some of these American secrets as a profit center. I think they're right to worry. This man, Donald Trump, would sell his own mother and children if he thought it would make a profit. So I'm just saying, don't trust him with any sensitive information any further than you can toss him on one finger. That's just how I feel about it. He has a known, he mean Donald Trump, 45, the man in the White House at the moment, has a known tendency to disrespect the rules as far as when it comes to a lot of things, but specifically when it comes to national security. He has a track record for not taking these rules seriously. He also has a known tendency to like to sell things that have value. So you need to keep that in mind when you start thinking about, are we going to reach back to him and share any kind of, you know, security type information? Don't do it, Joe. Don't do it, Kamala. Don't trust him. Remember when he carelessly revealed classic classified information by telling the Russian foreign minister and ambassador back in 2017 about some extremely sensitive 
terrorism threat information that the U.S. had received from one of our allies. He just blurted it out and told these people. And last year, just last year now, he got on Twitter, as he normally does, and tweeted about uh, what experts said was a secret satellite photo of an Iranian nuclear installation. Now, I don't know how many people remember that, but I do. That was a big deal. It was an Iranian nuclear installation. We had gotten some kind of surveillance photo of it. He went and put it out on Twitter and showed it to the whole world. This is not somebody you should trust with any kind of valuable or secret information because he surely didn't care. I agree with the experts. Don't trust him, Joe. Don't trust him, Kamala. He has proven to be easily influenced by foreign powers, you know. That's why Putin is still pissed off that he didn't get reelected, and Putin still has not congratulated Joe Biden. Putin knows the party is over. That's why he's acting all salty. Even the government checks your background and investigates you when you apply for a job with the government. If they investigated Trump right now, he would not get hired. When they look at how much debt he's in, who he owes, who he's been involved with, entanglements, all that stuff, he would not get hired by the United States government. That's how hard they investigate you because they don't want people to be working for the government who are in a lot of debt because that means you could be swayed, you could be bought. They're looking for people who have good credit, not a lot of debt, or if you have debt, it's debt you can afford to owe. But if you're behind in payments and stuff, that means you might do desperate stuff. Trump would never get hired by the U.S. government. I'm just saying. His security infractions are practically endless, making him a top threat to American security. The man is just risky. Big time. So that, that's all I'm saying. This is red wine, and I'm just saying, Joe, Kamala, don't trust him. Not only is he crazy, he's risky. That's good. good. I really didn't know that they went back to previous presidents. A lot of the current presidents read you back to previous presidents and share information and ask them for their yeah, advice. They're not going to give up nothing. I didn't know they did that. They're they definitely gonna. shouldn't do it with this nutcase. No, they, they don't need it. They don't really need it. They don't have none. I was going to say, I don't really think he has <laughs> anything to offer Because Trump was poking his head into all the wrong business anyway. You know, hijacked everything, hijacked the NFL when they was on one knee, talking about their non-American and all that, and half of the military people, parents was in the military. Mm-hmm. So this man was a constant hijacker of anything. Anytime he's talking about the most minute stuff. Yep. The next day, they had nothing to do with national security. Just some neighborhood stuff. Mm-hmm. Talking about Philadelphia. And every every city had a Democrat mayor was a yeah. bad city. i never seen a person use the word Democrat and Republican And he's so all much. focused on the, the NFL, the NBA, Anything. NCAA. Anything. Like, dude, why don't LeBron, you run the LeBron country? James say yeah. something, all of a sudden, yeah. Trump com- comment on it the next day. I'm like, you the president of the United States. Why the fuck are you worrying about... Some shit that LeBron said that had nothing to do with you. You, you came straight out, like you said, Russia and Putin. Putin got up by the short hairs. 
He, you know, he didn't borrow money from them, was trying to do stuff with him. He's a man without a country, and I think that once he's out of office, we're not going to hear about him. We're not going to hear about him. You're not going to hear about uh, Donald Trump Jr. walking around his little beard like he's some kind of playboy, and then the crazy-ass Eric, his other son, who's dumb as a box of rocks. You know, yeah. it's just a mess. That he's whole... the one that was on Twitter the the week after the election telling people to go out and vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they I'm like, just, dude, it's the week after the election. You know, Daddy's running everything. What, what are you, you know talking what I mean? about? <laughs> Their father is such a dictator that if something was to happen to Trump and and Trump was to fizzle out, the family would just fade fade into the abyss because they're not sustained by anything. They're sustained by a maniac. They're being led by a fool. Sons and daughters, Ivanka. She doing all right. Yeah, but well, I'd she, be happy she, if they but, all just you know. But I'm sure, I'm sure her husband. What's his more cursing? Yeah, with all the money, he got, I'm sure he got three, four fucking mistresses out there. So she probably fourth or fifth in line. But that, anyways, we ain't gonna go there. Is this an adult show? Or? That's your other soapbox. <laughs> well, it is yeah. time for living for the city. Are we up to living for the city already? Yeah. Yes, we are. All right. Well, let's, let's take a little break. Let me. Let me I <laughs> gotta put a couple, couple notes down. <laughs> Okay. Let him regroup. Let him regroup. All right. Well, well, Papa regroups. We're going to take a break, and we're coming back with Papa Didi and Living for the City. So I was looking over the Cocktail of the Week archives, and we've had so many really great drinks over the past year and a half. We've had our original signature drink called the Pajama Party and a Game Changer, and, of course, we have the last word. I like the Revolution. It was Hennessy, lemon and lime juice, Agave juice and bitters with jalapeno slices. Ooh-wee. I like that Crown Royal flush with the Crown Royal peach knot and cranberry juice. Oh yeah. And one of my favorites huh, was the uh wait, what's it called? The Dutch Mule, yeah, the Dutch Mule with the kettle orange vodka, lime juice, and ginger beer. There are so many to choose from on the abajamaparty.com website. So check out the cocktail of the week archives to get the recipe. And you can find out how to make the cocktail of the week and sip along with us. Are there instructions there, too? Sure they are. Along with pictures of the drink, so you know exactly what it's supposed to look like. So what's that y'all got in your glass? This is a boomerang. Uh, well, I got a King's Reed over here. And I got the ABS. Get the recipes at www.abajamaparty.com and click on Cocktail of the Week. Cheers! Hi, right, welcome back to the John Party. One, host Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right. It's time for Papa Didi. Again? Yes, it is. Right, we're going to take it up a notch. And living for the city. Living for the city. What's happening in the city, Papa Didi? Well, this is this is in the in the uh, well, it's more in the city of D.C. where Trump just pardoned his guy. Uh, was it Michael Flynn? I think that's his name. Now, this man had a big old thing going on with uh, all kind of foreign countries. But here's the kicker, though. Don't think that Trump is pardoning these people without getting paid, okay? Flynn was into a big scandal with uh, one of them countries where he collected millions. And then he lied to the FBI and the investigators on this and got sent to prison, whatever, whatever. But, But there was still money that was never recovered. And I'm sure Trump negotiated some millions from him in order to, believe me, Trump ain't doing nothing for free. He ain't doing nothing out of in some kind of loyalty or nothing like that. He know he got flamed by the short hairs. 
He knows a part of him will clean his record. Now he can walk free from any crimes he may have had hanging over his head. And he paid for it. You best believe he paid for it. And anybody that he's going to pardon over the next few, the few what, I can't even say few months, next few weeks, mm-hmm. will be somebody that got money that Trump's going to get paid. Because they're all about money. These guys don't, don't believe in love and happiness. They believe in money. They think money is, they will sleep with a pile of $100 bills between their legs and get off on that shit. Because that's just the way they are. They were into money. They could give a damn about anything. Just like when the debate was over with him and Biden, the last debate, you saw Biden's wife come up and they embraced and kissed. They both had masks on. They both kissing the mask. And his wife just came up and kind of stood behind, beside him like a fucking toy soldier. They didn't embrace, they didn't embrace or nothing. There was no fucking embracing at all. True. I was like, what the hell? Robotic kind of shit was that? But anyway, uh, another thing I want to focus on is uh, my own particular personal job there. You know, I have a coworker, man. He, this boy's pissing me off, man. This boy's a Trump supporter, and he's trying to bait me by saying all the stupid shit. And the boy's in his early 30s, right? And this joker, man, you could tell that when it comes to these white people that he's listening to, He's so young and fucking stupid that all he's doing is listening and has no opinion. So everything that Trump is saying and all these right-wing people saying, he's relaying it right out on the job, you know, inadvertently. Like, you know, and he talks just like these jokers, which shows that he has no filter. He has no, you're not processing. I mean, I'll listen to, it doesn't matter, Al Sharpton or um, Farrakhan. Anybody, anybody of any kind of uh, doing anything or talking anything. But I still have my own mindset where I process what I want to process, take away what I want to take away, and leave the bullshit with the bullshit and know what to walk away with. But just using the person on my job as an example, there's 50 million people in the world that's acting just like him. They have no mindset. Whenever you listen to these white ring things, and you look listen to all these different podcasts, half these white guys got these podcasts, these KKK podcasts, I want to tell them so bad that you need to check the history of these people that you're listening to. Because some of these white guys that got, who's that one guy that does all the terrorizing in D.C.? That white dude. Remember Monday he had something at the convention center, and he had to stop him for that. But anyway, he had a... He, oh, he's one remember, that, remember he, they, he rented a ballroom and he had to stop from renting it because they claimed he was going to be doing some crap. But yeah, I know anyway, what you're talking about. Yeah. Limbo? Any white guy. Yeah, but anyway, no, it's one of those, what I'm saying uh, is that the people that follow people like people. that, they're so brainwashed that all they do when they walk out the meeting is just follow what the person says. They don't take the time to evaluate them, nor do they take the time to shake down that person. Half these right-wing guys have fucked up marriages, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Was living in trailer parks. Their wife kicked them to the curb because they're racist as hell. Then all of a sudden, they've got a few followers out there, started preaching all this racial stuff, and they found they blew the dog whistle and got all the white people to pay attention to them. They started donating. Now they got money. Now they got backing. Now they got clout. Now they got this. Now they got that. But they still ain't got nobody, you know? Right. When it comes to relationships or marriages or anything like that, they ain't got nobody. If you shake down any of these right-wing guys that are really into this stuff heavily, not even people that are famous, but 
but leaders of the KKK that are strong. You read their background, man. They they have been abusive. You know, wife left them, took the kids and everything. That's what they're pissed off at, really. They're not pissed off at blacks or Spanish. They pissed off because their fucking first and second wife kicked them to the goddamn curb. And then I work, work for shit. Now they're trying to join up with other people that's believing in their anger and putting a spin on it by calling it white power and all this shit when it's just your own white desperation. You're all fucked up. You've been fucked up from the core. You know? I mean, yeah. it's just... It's just a mess. You know, when you look deep into this stuff, a lot of these white folks that are following these empty-ass-minded people that are putting stuff out there, they just follow, like like the guy in the car in Charlottesville that ran to those people. Mm-hmm. He's so believing in that bullshit that his dumb ass going to drive his fucking car. Excuse my language, but I said that to make my story sound better. He drove his car into a crowd. Now his dumb ass is in jail. And all the people that he listened to, what they do? Put eight five ten of him up on the wall in the headquarters, you know, representing him. And they go visit him in jail, saying, "We got a picture of you hanging in on our in, in our headquarters. We got a picture of you on the wall. You are a fucking hero, man. You are a hero, man." And he's in fucking jail. You ain't nobody's goddamn hero. You get fucked fucked up the ass every night. So who who are you being? You know, you ain't nobody. But you felt like you were following these people. So you drove a car into people and killed a white woman at that. You know what I mean? So, I mean, God is watching all this. Watching every bit of this. And it's like I said, man, this this cat on my job, he's a typical person. He's just listening to these people but don't, does not have a bit of filter in himself to take out the good parts, the bad parts, and real, still remain yourself. You know, still be a leader your damn self. Right. Don't be a complete follower. Shit, that's a cult. Anyway, I'll leave it at that. Okay, now. Yeah, it's a good one. I'm not mad at it. Ooh. I think, uh, like you were saying, a lot of these men and women, what they follow, they don't love themselves. Maybe that's what it needs. They, their lives are so destroyed. You know, they stretch, stretch it, stretch out the trailer park. Yeah. You know, they were they were all homely and everything. You mm-hmm. see a picture of them 20 years ago, wouldn't believe them. Mm-hmm. But now they got their little suits on because now they got their little backing and the Republicans back them. Mm-hmm. Everybody's backing everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's selling their little mess and they're making money all, all kind of ways. All kind mm-hmm. of ways. Mm-hmm. And Trump getting there now, he's he's he was pulling all that stuff. And when Biden getting that White House, he had to clean up more shit. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. He better put a bomb. Yeah, he better fumigate yeah. it with some. Look, if he get out uh, uh, fast enough, then he's going to take his sweet time. Yeah. Oh, they clean up right now. Believe me, they're getting rid of all the, all the mess. Mm-hmm. You know Trump got a bunch of crap in that place. They're probably putting him in a corner somewhere. We had a wife and a If son. I worked in the White House, all my personal effects would already be gone. I'm saying. I would just be sitting there at a desk that has none of my personal pictures mm-hmm. or trophies or awards or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It would just be like a generic looking office. I'm mm-hmm. thrilled about your boy. Three people I'm glad is really being gone is uh Treachery Secretary, your boy, what's his name? Oh, Mnuchin. Mnuchin. Mm-hmm. Barr. He needs to go. He needs Barr to go. and the other guy, Secretary of State, what's his name? Uh, uh so the jerk off little Barr is leaving? 
Oh, Hell when Trump yeah. leaves, he's leaving. Yeah, Hell okay, yeah. I got all appointees. Oh, okay. Of course. Yeah, I Or's gone in the other one, the Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. The one talking about, yeah, we're going to celebrate the next thing. Please. Oh, I can't think so, of his name. Remember his name? Your ass down. <laughs> before I make oh, five dollars, okay. before I make change. All of them need to go. Ben Carson, he, he's uh-huh. going to. Please. All of those people Ooh. that Trump appointed will be gone. He didn't appoint, like I said, half the jobs. Half the jobs left on the table. Right. He and, and where was the black, how many blacks was in his uh, cabinet outside of Ben Carson? That's you know? it. Uh, that's the only one I know. Only one I know. Where's Ben Carson? Mm-hmm. Like, and he's trying to get over COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry to hear that. And this man was a fucking brain surgeon. Ooh. Right, but what job did you Trump give? You need to examine his own brain. He was a, he was a brain man, surgeon who saved man. many people's lives. That John Hopkins, and Trump mm-hmm. gives him a a round key ring, tells him put on his belt loop, and treats him like what's the name Booker on Good Times. Oh, Bookman. <laughs> Bookman. <laughs> He's in here, Bookman. Bookman. He's here, Bookman. Put this on your key ring. You crazy? Wow. I'm like, what the hell? How you gonna go from being a brain surgeon to a goddamn super superintendent of the you apartment complex? Oh, All right, let's shift gears and head out to Hollywood, Hollywood. West Coast. We gonna, we gonna take a break. We gonna right. go right in. Or, oh well, we got a little time here. You know. All right, we can take a little CC. Oh, we can keep rolling. I'm, I'm, I'm off. It don't matter to me. Okay. You got to give me my intro. Come I on. need to crack another Brazilian nut, but no, I'm good. Oh, <laughs> All right. All right. We'll take a quick break, and then we're coming back with Kettle and all of the entertainment and the Hollywood news on the other side of the break. You're in the right place at the right time. It's the Pajama Party. www.apajamaparty.com. Produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment. Don't just sit there yelling at the air. You've got an opinion? We want to hear it, too. Dial 914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306. Don't let us have all the fun by ourselves. We've got room for you at the pajama party. And remember, it's PJs only. No clothes allowed. Operators are standing by. Well, they're lounging on pillows, but they're waiting for your calls. So call us now, 914-803-4306. Now back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Oh, you want to throw pillows? All right, welcome back to the pajama party. One, your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. <laughs> Red wine, I mean, really, 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 Oh, on November the 24th, American Idol alum Fantasia mm-hmm. Marino announced on Instagram Live that she's pregnant. Oh, oh Fantasia. The singer and husband, Kendall Taylor, we don't know his name, hmm. everybody just know Fantasia, are expecting their first child together. Fantasia has two children, remember? Um, a son named Trey Sean. Hmm. Uh, no, I didn't know about two. I knew she had a daughter. 
Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. Is that he the cable has guy? A, he has a son named Trajan. And she has a um, son named Dallas, Xavier is 8, and Zion Curry was 19. That's her oldest daughter. Oh, I, I didn't know she had a son. I knew about the daughter. Yeah, remember she was going through some changes with a um, married man, the and they guy. had a child. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know that. Yeah, that union, they had a child. Mm-hmm. Okay, I missed that one. Oh, yeah. You missed that one. I remember that. Went over your head. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. About to take her life and pay attention, you know, red one. She, she, okay. I'm quite sure she wrote some good material, but you know that's that, that's, that's what a singing girl though, boy. I'm gonna yeah. tell you right now. I, I have to say, Michael B. Jordan, the sexiest man alive. That's what people Ow. is. He's on the front cover of People. Ow. He was spotted with Lori Harvey, which is uh, oh Steve no Harvey's daughter. Oh yeah. Now, now Steve's girl. He is thirty three and she is only twenty three. Oh, she fine as hell. Um, they were on a flight from L A. to um her hometown in Atlanta mm-hmm. the day before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Right. The That's actually Steve Harvey's wife's daughter. I don't think Steve Right. I told Michael to call me. Right. Why is he messing with her? The two came off the tarmac of a flight together wearing nearly identical matching sweaters. Oh, that, that, that's a tale. Uh, that, that'll do it. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, we fucking. <laughs> While it's unclear what the status of the relationship uh, at this point is, um, of course, you know, he played in Black Panther and uh, he's on the people thing. Um, sex is man alive and all that interview that he is single. Yeah, that's what he says. But mm-hmm. like he said, Papa, they just he just having a good time. Yeah, she's I a would model too. She's a gorgeous yeah. woman. She's right. an absolutely gorgeous woman. Yeah, right. Which we're, we're just we're just hanging out. So I mean, yeah, that's what they all say. Hey, yeah, she's yeah, she's a model. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, oh, prior to her relationship, she was with Future. In spite of with um, P. Diddy. I do remember that role. Mm-hmm. Damn, how old was she when P. Diddy? 12? She's rocking. I'm like, she wait a minute. She's only 23. Good God. Damn. But they could have been just friends. I tried to tell him. Leave that girl alone. Mm-mm. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I'm just saying, oh, right? Mm-hmm. In other news, are you guys familiar with the um, the movie Couples Retreat? Um, the movie with Faison, um, Love, you know, the big guy, black guy. I do remember that. Vince Vaughn was in Vince that, Vaughn. right? He has filed a racial discrimination lawsuit. Vince Vaughn? Yes, he has. No, 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 no. Faison, Love, oh, the, the big comedian. guy. Right. Um, he filed a um, racial discrimination lawsuit um, after he and co-star Kelly Hawk were removed from the overseas couple's retreat poster. They took them out completely. The mm-hmm. first, the poster here that was the United States, it was just a small visit of them. So you have to see the two posters, uh, you know, beside each other. Mm-hmm. Um, Universal Pictures is in some hot water with actor and comedian Faze on Love filming the studio over allegations of racial discrimination pertaining to Love's involvement in the 2009 couples retreat. Um, the complaint stems from the changes made to the movie's overseas poster which completely removes the names and images of Love and his co-star, Kelly Hall. Was it just released overseas? Because that movie was done. No, it was here in the United States, but it's two posters. Let's see what I'm saying, Redvine. No, I'm asking, was the overseas release recent? 
No. But this was all 2009. This was 11 years ago. Okay, that's what I was saying. What I'm saying is, you know, when they went overseas, um, you know. Right, I got that. I was just asking about when it was done. But as far as the picture taken out, I didn't realize they also took the name off of it also. Mm. So it's like, okay, you you don't know who this black man is, but at least get to give me a chance and get to know who I am because I'm in the movie. Yeah, he's clearly in the movie. Yeah. He was funny as heck in that movie. Right. He claims the change to the poster was deliberate, as while Universal had no problem featuring black actors and characters. They alleged um, chose to segregate them when it came time to promote the movie to an international audience. Love also alleges that when he questioned Universal about the change, the studio played dumb, uh, which screams of, quote-unquote, white arrogance in Hollywood. Okay, so it's going to be interesting to see because what had happened was they had promised him some other gigs. So they wanted uh, to, quote-unquote, shut him up, but the mm, gigs mm, did not mm. transpire. So, and um, Another empty promise. Yep. But, I mean, you know, his career has continued on, but he he probably felt as if he could have gotten some other uh, um, roles, you know, that was... You know, bigger than that, so to speak, or some other roles that you know they promised. But anyway, oh, uh, last but not least, the 2021 Grammy nominations have been announced. Of course, oh, okay, Miss Lady Beehive, she tops with nine nominations. Taylor Swift, she has six. Um, I mean, you know, because she's she's considered an album of the year, record of the year. Song of the Year, Best Artist, and so on and so on. I mean, nine nominations. That's that's not bad. For Beyonce? Yeah. So, okay. Um, the um, movie that came out, King, did you guys enjoy that, or did you see it? or I did see it. Comments? I was confused. Okay. And I felt like it was probably could have been cut after about the first four minutes. Okay. Oh, my. What do you but it was visually interesting. <laughs> okay. But it just seemed like a lot of things connected. It didn't seem like it really, really? told an actual story. Okay. And that was the issue that I had with it. Okay. But visually, it was beautiful right. to look at. Now, as far as connected, I didn't see no connection. Like I, said, I, I didn't, didn't either. Like I said, it didn't tell a story. The only connection I saw was the blackness. That was it. Keep a keep on. Keep a keep on. Did you it definitely connected. No, I, I just saw different uh, inserts and, and previews and all. I didn't really take a moment to uh, focus on it. No, I watched it from beginning to end, and I really wanted to love it. Right. I did not, but I did appreciate the blackness that was on full display. Well, he's his own, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I think if it had told a, a more of a story and maybe condense or cut a little shorter, I think it would have been a nice. What kind of story was supposed to tell? That's a good question. I have no idea. I have no idea either. It's it's the beehive is what she does. It was like a series of Beyonce videos, but they were all very Afrocentric. Right. They were gorgeous to look at. Yeah, I saw the different, you know, the play of it. They were all very African-inspired. But I do like that she... um, um, Featured different artists from different countries. I mm-hmm. did like that part of it. So that was yeah, good. a lot of Afro, Afro Caribbean. Right. And then she had her artists. daughter in it um, and her mom. So mm-hmm. 
Um, so, you know, it had, it had its good moments. That's cool. But, yeah, like I said, visually, it was stunning. Yes. But if you try to figure out what was it saying, don't I do don't know. Well, maybe something she was just creating for her own, for her own history. Yeah, it could have been. Maybe. Yeah. You're right. Put then think about that because she, she's uh, in her head a lot. So, I mean, yeah. all this stuff is mm-hmm. in her head is coming out. So, yeah. you, you see what's there. So. Michael Jackson was the same way. I mean, yeah. she pulled yeah. it off. I agree. So, whatever yeah. it was supposed to say, yeah. I don't know if it said it, but yeah. she got it done. They said it took a year to, to do. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she a lot did of the thing. Yeah. I wasn't mad at it. I just couldn't tell you what it was about. Right. But it was, mm-hmm. it was interesting know to look at. But that's my Hollywood wrap-up. Short and sweet. All right. Well, that was a good All one, Kel. Right. I, f- I feel informed. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Papa That takes us down to the Kiss It List. Kiss It List. Kiss It List is a list we compile every week of uh, people that showed their butt hiney. And we put together a list of people that uh, showed out and showed off and all that jazz, and we got a song for them at the end of it. The first thing I want to put on a kiss list is Lil Wayne, mm. Ice Cube, mm. 50 Cent. They oh, think wow. they made a few dollars, they're going to sell their souls to the devil. Oh, really? Now that the devil lost the election, I wonder what you're going to do now. Mm. What you going to do now? And they out here looking stupid. No, they ain't looking stupid. They know they got money. I think they, they looking gonna... stupid. <laughs> well, being COVID's going on, they ain't got to look at nothing. They can stay indoors and hide. Until the shit clear up. And I'm saying you look stupid now because they talked all that stuff. And well, they're the only ones that went. They had into the Trump ring. But they're the ones that went public. You, there's a lot of other, you know, black well, that's what I'm billionaires saying. and millionaires that didn't say anything but still pulled that big, big T lever. Right, but they're not looking stupid because we don't know about them. Mm-hmm. But they were very public and very vocal, mm-hmm. and now I feel they're Ice looking Cube real said that he's working on the thing with Trump. What did he say? The uh, oh, the uh, platinum plan. The platinum plan. Yeah, yeah where's the platinum, the platinum plan? plan yeah, 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 platinum plan. That was a anyway, black something. Whatever. <laughs> then you got your boy Kanye. We ain't gonna speak on that. Ooh, yeah, that's a whole other situation. Yeah, but spray him up with some light. Put him on the kiss it list too. Yeah, he's on the kiss it list. Don't forget about Ricky Schroeder. Ricky Schroeder. Definitely him. The pillow man. man. Yeah, Kyle Rittenhouse. Mm -hmm. Um, My pillow. Uh, the women that were walking on Legos and in the wellness mamas or whatever. Yeah. And uh, Katie uh, oh. Warlock, the yeah. drunken squirrel. Yeah, She's getting the jails and stuff out there. Was she getting rotten squirrels? She gave them rotten pears <laughs> and got them all drunk <laughs> on fermented fruit. I mean, that's how you make wine, Katie. Mm-hmm. She figured it out. Yeah. Got that squirrel out there all drunk. Mm-hmm. Poor thing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we got Trump. But still trying to not admit that you're lost mm-hmm. and dragging this out, all these stupid losses. Michael Flynn. Mm-hmm. Michael Knowing Flynn. he gave big money to Trump in order to get pardoned, Trump ain't doing nothing for free. Mm-hmm. He ain't doing a damn thing for free. Don't also, think Trump, for entertaining the idea of trying to pardon himself, I don't even know if you can do that, Ooh. but for him to even be entertaining it, mm-hmm. he's on the list. What about Rudy Giuliani for dripping oh, yeah. oh, dye no. out of his hair? <laughs> You are you are literally a hot mess. Now (laughs) now remember this here now, Rudy Giuliani, I was in New York during this time frame of his 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 uh, mayoralship. He was messing around with his wife 
while while he was off with his press secretary. Wife losing her mind. Little boy was about eight, nine years old. He trying to figure out what's going on. Wife left him. He ended up being with the press secretary. So Rudy done some wild shit himself. So he ain't no prayer book by no stretch of the imagination. Yeah. And this is why this lift. is why he was mayor. So anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, let me see. Hold on. There's a lot of jokers out there. Hold on. Who else? Who else fucked up? What's um, the head of the, uh, what's his name? Mitch McConnell. Mm-hmm. Put Mitch McConnell on the kiss it list. Bar. Bar. Mm-hmm. Mnuchin. And I still can't think of the other guy's name. Waldo Kevin. Secretary of State. Yeah, Secretary of State. What is his name? I don't know. We need that answer. Alexa. Uh, I can't think of his name. You know who but you him. Are. Yeah. Secretary of State, you know who you are. Yeah, he's, he's the. You're on the kiss. All, list all the people week. that have been living in the shadow of, of, of Trump's uh, defeat in mm-hmm. trying to overturn something, they've been so arrogant with everything else, with the impeachment, with everything he said, yeah. anything he wanted to oh, do. Oh, Lindsey Graham. Oh, oh God. That's that, mm-hmm. that, no, that's Lindsey Graham is a congressman. Yeah, senator. senator. Oh, right. That's that turn cool. Put that kiss. Yeah. You know what? I want to see where he's going to be when, when Biden comes in there. It's much turn cool. Oh, he's going to go back in his doghouse, tuck his tail underneath yeah, his belly. Yeah, he's a mess. That's what he's going to do. He's a complete well, what mess. what we got for him? Mm-hmm. All right. We have a special gift, very special gift for everybody on this week's Kiss It List. And here it is. Kiss my entire ass. Kiss my Irish ass. You better kiss my Irish ass. This world kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. You can just kiss my ass. Baby, you can just kiss my ass. Oh. You can't kiss my country All right, welcome back to the John Party One Hills Papa DJ. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, all right, all right, all right. Down to the last word. Last word. Mm. Got it out of here last a word time. Let's go around the table for the last word. What you got, Papa? My last word Woo. is uh, just watch this stuff. You know, be careful out there. You know, watch your back. Look, look both ways before you walk out the damn front door. You know, just, just just be careful. You know, we live in a very timid world today. Crazy people. Don't get baited by people, people that believe in stuff. And like I said, the gentleman on my job trying to beat me. He's 30-something years old trying to bait me in some shit. Please. I got fucking shoes underneath the bed holding his ass. And, you know, you try to beat me into something. But uh, just, just be careful, man. No friends and even some damn family members, for that matter. You know, just... Uh, we live in some rough times and just watch yourself, you know. Live life with caution. Proceed with caution. You know? Okay. Oh my god for that. 
My last word is um, I read about a sister who wrote an essay about being a, a black woman in the South during a certain period of time. And the people who published it decided to do an audio version. And they hired a white man to do the audio version of the story about a black woman in the South. And this white man tried to fake the sound of a black woman. Hmm. And when people, black people on social media found Mm -hmm. out, they went completely berserk. And I understand why they did why would you disrespect that sister like that? So my last word is, stop being fake with folks. If this woman wrote the essay, the least you could have done was hired a woman. Even if she wasn't a black woman, which she should have been, why would you hire a white man to read? I'm just saying, stop disrespecting black people. We're not suckers. We're not your suckers. You need to show some respect. If you pay the woman for her essay then show some respect to her work and get somebody appropriate to do the audio. I mean, is that too much to ask? I'm just saying, like, when does common sense kick into the equation? I'm just saying. And I agree with Papa Didi. You better watch yourself. There's some craziness going on. Keep your mask on, people. Protect yourself. COVID is real. That's all I'm saying. What's your last for account? Wow. This is so strange because we kind of on the same page tonight. <laughs> um, I wanted to say just be safe and, like you said, keep your mask on. Um, And for our black folks out here, some white folks too, but plainly black folks, um, I think if we knew better, we would do better. And I think a lot of this stems from our history. I'm, I'm referring to, I can't say what I want to say, but... My mama, my mama would say it. <laughs> them, them, hey, damn niggas are just acting a fool. There you go. That's and I'm kind of appalled and kind of upset with the mayor right now because she's not saying enough and doing enough. You know, it's like we need to take either some Clorox or a bulldozer and just wipe all this shit away. Because I'm getting mad and I'm getting frustrated. It's, 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 it's getting crazy out here. Mm-hmm. And it's getting scary, you know. Uh, anytime that you're shooting up somebody that's trying to help you, uh, 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 an driver, EMS person trying to help somebody, it's 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 getting rough out here. Um, it, it goes. To, I'm think I was thinking back um, about the sniper and when the um, the captain said, "Hey, you can fuck with the damn adults, but when you start messing with our kids, hey, yeah. <laughs> look, now it's on. It's on. So I'm just saying we got to get to a point where." The mayor and, and whoever's head of this city need to say it's on because we can already crack it down. So that's my yeah. last word. Right about it. All right. Well, that wraps it up for another Friday night edition of the Pajama Party Show. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us tonight. We hope you uh, got something out of what we had to say or enjoy the commentary or the conversation, uh, you know, because that's what we do. We're here to inform, entertain, and just share. So, uh, we're going to get on out of here. But we do want to thank our parent company, DC Homegrown Entertainment, for paying the bills, keeping us on the air, keeping the lights on. Thank you, DC Homegrown Entertainment. We love you. And uh, we're going to do it again next Friday night. 
We'll be here. Hope you'll join us too. Uh, we're gonna say good night, and we're gonna bow. <clears throat> say good night, Papa Didi. Good night, everybody. Take care. Wear your mask. Say good night, cattle. <laughs> hey, stay vigilant out there. Y'all be safe. Stay woke. Stay woke. I like that one. Stay woke. Just stay woke. This is America. (laughs) Don't catch you sleeping. All right. We're out. Happy Thanksgiving. Hope you all had a good one. Socially distance. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Sanitize. And be easy. And we'll see you next Friday night, 9 o'clock Eastern. Peace. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bet you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of shit. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Jabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night.